choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo. Yo, what up, what up, what up? I'm back. Thanks for asking Kel's podcast, episode 306. Um... Sorry, y'all, my microphone is doing some kind of weird shit where it keeps spinning around right now. Um, so, okay, so you're just gonna stop. Okay. Alright, so, sorry about that. Um, let's get started. I'm gonna give my usual disclaimer. Um, but I think it might be true this time. We'll, we'll see, but I don't think this is gonna be too long because I'm tired, number one, and number two... I don't have a whole lot of topics because I feel like I covered quite a bit over the past two weeks. And so, but let's see. It's still, well, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how long it is. Um, first, yours and negritude is going out to Euphoria again. I'm gonna, Euphoria is one of the topics, but I just have to give it to the show, the whole cast. But, um, Zendaya, Zendaya, I've heard Zendaya and Zendaya. I've heard Zendaya more than Zendaya, so I'm going with Zendaya. Um, yo, somebody tweeted, and this is like the perfect sentiment. They was like, I know it's TV, but y'all got to give Zendaya, um, Oscars too. Cause this girl, I don't know where she is 25 years old. I don't know where she's pulling all this shit from, but good Lord, that girl be acting from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Um, everybody on the cast is spectacular. Every single person on that cast is spectacular. That show everybody on there is acting they fucking ass off, but Zendaya, Jesus Christ, so, yours and negritude to that entire show, okay, so let's get started, um, so, uh, okay, yo, I don't know what's going on, I don't, every year it's like, can we ruin Black History Month challenge or something, but this year, I mean, we done had a, 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 um, you know, I feel like we've been on a little roll of, like, terrible ones, but this one is, like, taking the cake every day, since the first, every day been worse than the next, I don't understand, you got people, you got black men defending white men saying, saying nigger during February, like, what is, it's like, I don't know, I think we should just roll, we should just start it in March or something, because this month, it's, I mean, every single day is some bullshit, that, and it's worse than the next, I don't, I, it's like, it's like the Destroy Black History Month challenge, I just, I just wanted to say that, because, you know, we only get one month, 28 days, and, you know, the way things is going, they might snatch that shit from us, because they don't want us to have nothing, um, but, you know, I don't, I don't know, hopefully, every day, I, I wake up, and I pray that this one will be better, but, so far, it gets worse, so, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen, I can't, I, I really can't even, it should, people are just so, what can you say, like, people are just so, society right now, it's just, it's nothing good you could really say about it, like, I don't, people are just going out of their way to be, to be the worst, 
and I don't get it. But anyway, let's you look. Let's try to turn this shit around. We got a few more days. Let's try to end on a good note. But thus far, it, it it's a disaster. Um, and in that vein, um, so you know, I spoke last week, I think, or did I? It might have happened since then. But no, I think I did. James Flores about his um suit against the and yeah, I did about the NFL for um you know not hiring any black coaches, which anybody who's watched the NFL for any amount of time can attest to, lawsuit or not. And lo and behold, now all of a sudden the NFL has just found all these st- black coaches that were so hard to find before. They the name Lovey Smith, the head coach of the Texas um Houston Texans. They looking at um somebody else. So all of a sudden. All these black coaches that were so, these qualified black coaches that were so hard to find, all of a sudden now y'all finding them. I mean, they ain't been hard to find. They've been on Super Bowl winning teams. They've been on uh, playoff teams. They've been on, you know, teams as offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators and all kind of stuff, winning all kind of Super Bowls and going to uh, championship games and, go, and, and you know, for years and years now. But y'all be trying to hire these coaches who have no experience straight off the street and claiming that they're the most qualified whatever, we all see the game, um, you know, I don't know, and, and I also think they're doing this to try to stay, I mean, they did the same thing with Cap, but that was what the whole Jay-Z thing was about, oh, let's bring Jay-Z in and, and show that we, you know, are for black power, yeah, it's, it's, their game is so fucking basic that, you know, I don't know how anybody falls for it, but they do, but hopefully, I don't know, hopefully he keeps his, he keeps his, uh, lawsuit going forward, because it's a valid one, regardless of whether y'all, who y'all want to hire right now, it's a valid lawsuit, I mean, the league is, I don't know what, 100 years old, I think, and, oh, excuse me, you can, I told y'all I was tired, sorry, you can name the number of black coaches on one hand, so, you know, we'll we'll see, but I I just think that's, I just think it's funny how, that's what, you know, all of a sudden, before it was so hard, and you're looking, but you just can't find them qualified, and then you get sued, and now all of a sudden, you're pulling them out the woodworks, because you know who they are, you just ain't hiring them, um, yeah, moving on, well, I was going to say one more thing, but I I might say it in another topic, so for right now, moving on, um, so here's, here's what I want to do, I mean, it is Black History Month, and I got I got racial topics this week, y'all. I I just have a few racial topics, so. Um, but I like to end. Well, it, it might not be no high note this week, but let's end on the not the lowest note. Um, so I mentioned Euphoria in the um, yours and negritude, and I just this week, this past week, Sunday's episode was amazing. Um. I told y'all, I think I told y'all last week, if, if you don't watch Euphoria, sport, it's not, it came on Sunday, it's not a spoiler, if you don't watch the show, just skip past this part, cause I ain't, it's, you missing it, if you don't watch it, and you know, I'm just gonna talk as if you do, so if, I'm not gonna give y'all no background none, so if y'all ain't watch it, just skip it, um, this week, we, we, um, it's, it's, it, it was so many things in this, in this episode that I want to talk about, I'm gonna talk about a few. First of all, so Rue, Jules, and Elliot, who I told y'all, I think Elliot is an art. Something up with Elliot. I think he's a snitch or something. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. When I say a narc, I mean a snitch. Like we know a narc is like a cop in school. I don't, but we also call narcs like snitches and stuff like. I I think he's a narc. Um. 
or say, I don't know, something's, there's something with him, they keep cutting to him for a reason, and I don't think he got nothing to do with Jules, but, so, you know, last week, Elliot told, cracked, cracked Jules' face and told her that him and Ruben doing drugs, so, Jules, who I do not like, I say it every week, came and told, um, Jules' mom, now the thing is, it's a few, I, I watched it again, I can't remember if Jules, I know that um, Jules told Elliot about the plan, you know, that she wanted to go get the drugs. I have no, why why Ruth thought this would be a good idea or plan, I have no idea, like, I have no idea what she thought she was gonna do. But anyway, um, I, I don't remember if he told her about the suitcase, but they go tell, um, you know, uh, Rue's mom. So one of the, th- so I'm Rue, like, fr- flips out. And if you've ever dealt, like, listen, I'm Gen X, we grew up in the crack era, it's a reason why we view drugs the way we do, because there was, back in the 80s and 90s, like we keep telling y'all, there were rules everywhere. Everywhere. Rules. Um, bugging out on drugs like that, right? But here's the thing, I think people, I don't know if people missed it, but it, it was it was a few things in these scenes that in the first part, that was great. First of all, I can't stand Jules, so even though Rue was on a drug binge, I mean, she, actually, she was withdrawing, but that's the thing I wanted to say, people kept saying she, yes, she was withdrawing, but that wasn't what the rage was about, it was, but it was because the mom flushed the drugs, because she, know she kept yelling, it wasn't mine, it wasn't mine, that's the thing, like, people were like, oh, she's, I'm like, yeah, she's definitely withdrawing and bugging out, but that's not really what that, that's about, she's like, yo, you, y'all fucking don't understand this bitch, I gotta pay this bitch, and she, y'all just killed me, basically, like, y'all don't understand what y'all just did, right, because Jules over here ratting me out, so that was that, like, I think people, I mean, not people missed it, but I kept, so I kept hearing people talk about, she, and that's another thing, people was like, I would've yoked her up, well, how much she weigh, I'm like, have y'all ever fought a crackhead, or had to tussle with somebody that's on drugs, them motherfuckers got, got retard strength, um, they are fast, they indestructible, they don't go down, you can't get a hold of them, they got that drug strength, it, listen, it don't matter how much they weigh, them motherfuckers be on that shit, or coming down off that shit, you tussle with them if you want to, they'll put you through walls, ain't the way Rue was kicking the door, kick that door off them fucking hinges, like, yo, that scene, I was like, okay, okay, Zendaya, I see you, girl, sis was acting her ass off when she was banging, when she was banging it with her head, I was like, yo, yo, that shit was, that was acting, so anyway, um, she told Jules, Listen, all I'm gonna say is this. Yes, Zendaya was raging, but she told no lies. All them, everything she said in that house, except for when she called her sister snitch, because the sister ain't the one that told on her, were truths about her mother and about Jules. And I'm so glad Jules heard it. And I and I feel like she's done with Jules. Like, thank God. I figured like that was even though she was on drugs, I don't see I don't see her coming back because she was holding on to that. And and what she said was absolutely true. <laughs> and now that she knows that she fucked Elliot, fuck Elliot, and came and told on me, you we good, we good. Sorry, y'all, I ain't fill up my water. That's gonna be a problem. <coughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, I loved it. I lo- I was. Oh my god, when she was reading, she read Jules. She stripped Jules to the bone, 
and I was so happy, because everything she said was the fuck true, because Jules, people kept saying, oh, she did the right, Jules did not give her, it wasn't about the drugs, if it was about the drugs, she would have told, Rue already told her she relapsed when they was at the fucking party, she didn't say shit about it, she ain't gonna tell nobody's mama, she only went and told on Rue after Elliot told her that her and Rue been hooking up, that, it was about breaking up her and Elliot and Rue, that's why she went and told her mama, cause she, if it was just about her relapsing, she would have said the shit, it was like, oh, she been relapsing with this nigga who I thought I was creeping with, Turn. that's what it was about, that's why I don't fucking like Jules, that's what fucking Rue recognized as soon as it happened, and that's why she said her, read her the way she did, and she was not wrong, and Jules needed to hear it, and good for, and good for Rue also, and this has been a pet peeve for me, and I try not to say nothing, because I I see, like, there's a lot of critiques online about Rue's mom not being black enough, but what they talk about is because she don't, oh, she ain't snapping, and I would've took the belt, all that dumb shit, it, it, it's it's not that, I said this last season, Rue's mom is, Rue's family dynamics, and her mom and her sister in particular, are where it is very glaring that the person writing this is white, because it is very white family dynamic, it is not anything that I recognize as black families, and definitely not African Americans, because Rue's mom is the fucking worst, and I said this last season, y'all give her too much grace, or her husband died, her her husband died of cancer, and she left her her, uh, oldest daughter to care for him in hospice and sit there and watch him die like she was some kind of nurse like that wasn't her fucking father and just left her there, didn't get her no counseling or nothing, they showed the funeral scene this 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 episode where she read the statement about her father nobody said a word, Ruben wearing her father's um, hoodie for how long you think the mom even noticed No, she her her mom is is the worst, it's, it's um, if she's not even protecting Gia, like, why is Gia there? It's, it's little cultural things that, that, that's the only thing about that show that irks me, because it does not read real. First, the people were talking about, she wasn't cussing me like that, I'm like, listen, if she cussing, she cussing, yeah, that's true, but like, what you gonna do, beat her? You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about, but like, no grandma, no, just rude, I've been into, done old deed, I'm, I'm, like, what, at least once, I've been in, in and out of rehab, I ain't seen no auntie, I ain't seen no grandma, nothing, somebody, somebody would have at least came there and tried to interject prayer and Jesus or something, we don't see that, um, you know, when she didn't know where Rue was, she, she, she ain't think, she driving around with the little, like, with, the, with her sister, why, her sister, should have not been there, in that situation black people be like, yo, you gonna go stay with grandma, because you don't need to be exposed like, she's not protecting that little girl at all got her out looking for Rue why is she out looking for Rue, that is not it's just very white, that's not, that is not African American, that's not how we roll, that's not what would happen, first of all um, a black parent would have been called Juvie on Rue, and let Rue go to Juvie and get the help, she, all this running around and terrorizing house, that is very white parent shit, that is not black parent shit, and that's the only thing, even the way Rue's mom is, like, she's very passive, like, the whole, like, how did you not know that this girl, you the only one that didn't know this girl, that's your daughter, she lives in your house, you know she has these drug problems, she comes in pulling a suitcase and you on the phone just like, uh-huh, she's doing so good, how do you know, you're not checking on her, you're not doing nothing, you just, it was, it's, it, that, it does not ring true 
as black parent, and that's the, uh, culturally, when they was at the funeral, like, that's not no black funeral, like, that's, that's not how, that's not how people, and I know he, her father was white, but like, her, that mother side of the family is black, we, that's not, no, that's not how we do funerals, it was, it was just, those cultural things are bugging me, because it's just, it's stuff like that, where it's like, yo, if y'all had one black writer in the room, y'all would get this right, like, there's no way that some auntie or somebody would show up, unless she's estranged from her family, which we don't think she is, or there's no indication that she is, so that's all I wanted to say, but I think Rue's mom is terrible, I don't like her, I think her mom is failing both of her children, I think she's not trying to do, like, even with the intervention, like, are you qualified to give an intervention? Like, Rue bought this whole grown-ass Coleman Domingo man and said, this is my sponsor, why wasn't that the first thing you thought of when Rue was like, ran off, like, oh, let me call Ali, see what he, you know, like, and she's just, she's way too terrible parent for me, very, very absentee white parent writing, and it's just, that's the only pet peeve I have for her, because anybody, that's not, that's not no, that's not no black mama I recognize, or black family that I recognize, it's the only thing, um, but, the other, um, was, uh, oh, the, the inner, so this is what I want to say, first off, the re, I've, I've, and it's clicked for me this last episode, because now, when I was saying before, going back, how people saying it's not realistic, so, the school that I went to is K-12, to I've said this before, so I graduated high school with people that I went to, elementary school, some, middle school, most, um, high, you know, we grew up, basically we grew up together, some people that I graduated high school with, I have known since second, actually one person, my, my boy Tommy, me and him went to private school together first, so I've known him actually since kindergarten, and when we transferred, because I told you my school was a magnet school, we transferred to the same school, so I've known one person I graduated with my whole life, um, I've known quite a few people I graduated with since second, third grade, um, six at the least, because we had some people that came in six a few more came in 8th, but like most of the people that I graduated high school with, I have known since prior to high school, we didn't have too many new people that came in like ninth grade just for high school I realize in other places, it's not like that, so that group, this is what I was trying to say earlier when people were saying that's not, like it is, and and that's how schools and like suburban, like I don't know where they live at, but it's clear to like some neighbor, like if you grow up in the suburbs or like just small towns, it's like that also because and like, you know, there might be one or two high schools, but y'all all from the same neighborhood, so y'all all went to the same primary school, then you, you know, it might not be the same school like mine, but I'm saying y'all go from one, this is the primary school you go to, and then you go to middle school, and then you go to high school, so even though y'all in different school, but y'all the same friend group, and that's, that's what, um, that's, so that's what all Maddie and Kat and Cassie and, and Rue and, and Lexi and all of them, they all, they are, friend groups, like, they tight, like, you, and I, that's why I like that intervention scene, cause that's where you saw that, like, they all was standing around, like, you know, when, when, when Rue dropped the, when Drew, Rue dropped the ether on Cassie, Maddie believed her right away, just the whole dynamic that they captured there, where they've all been knowing each other their whole lives, or since five, or whatever the case, they got that perfectly, even with Rue being all them damn drugs, Maddie still knew, cause she knew, they knew each other all her life, so that scene was really good, and that scene was, it really stuck out for me, and um, cause I heard some people saying, you know, I mean, I can understand some people maybe thinking it's not realistic, because that's not, like my cousin, 
that's not her experience, like, did she, when she went to high school, she went to a whole nother high school, and she didn't know none of them people, right, cause the high, the high school she went to, ain't even in, the, ain't even where she was supposed to go, like, my, um, I think my cousin's high school in Philly was Strawberry Mansion, that was like her neighborhood one, but she went to Roxborough, so that, you know, that happens to a lot of people, like, when you go to high school, you start all over, it's definitely not the people you went to kindergarten when you ain't never seen them again, so, I get how, if that's some people's experience, then that might seem, a little weird, but it didn't seem weird to me, I was like, yo, that's exactly like how I grew up, so um, that scene was great shout out to Cassie's mom, cause I think she did that real slick, cause first I was like, what the fuck, but the way she was talking to Rue, and trying to keep her there, cause she knew Rue would probably dip until, you know till her mom got there that whole scene was funny when Rue blew up the spot telling on Cassie, which I feel, Cassie really meant well, and Cassie gave Rue really good advice, like, well, you don't have to do it forever, you don't have to do it one day at a time, and Rue was like, oh, let me ask you a question, I got a riddle for you, Cersei, like, you know what I mean, I just, yo, that scene was so great, um, what's the other thing I wanted to say, um, oh, I don't know if people peeped this, but when Rue went back, so Rue went to chase through the city, which was like, but, the police really didn't have any reason to be chasing her like that, like, all she didn't do anything, all she did was show up on the corner, she could have been hurt or stabbed, you know what I mean, like, all she did was show up on the corner, but they was chasing her, like, she had just committed a murder, I thought it was a little bit unnecessary, but whatever, um, but, when she went to the, back to the lady who's, um, suitcase, she had the money, you notice that she said Ruby Bennett, she looked Rue up, and now that I'm connecting the dots, that, she did that on purpose, because if you remember, the whole reason Fez had that girl at his house, is cause his boy came home and was like, yo, she the love of my life, and I thought that was odd, I was like, what, did y'all steal from them, like, why are they chasing your girl this bad, and now I realize, because he did the same thing, he probably got into them, this is what they do, they traffic in them girls, they probably make more money on that than the drugs, she probably had them drugs pre-packaged in them suitcases, cause soon as she, she told Rue, soon as I saw you I knew you were gonna be in my life for a long time, so that means she planned that shit, soon as she gave Rue that, that drug, cause everybody was like, why would you give a drug addict drugs cause she knew it was gonna happen, and she looked her up, and she knows where she lives she said her whole name, and I don't even know if well, maybe Rue did, Rue did peep it but that means she googled her, and she knows where, her, where she lives and everything, and if you remember last week, when the dude came back to get his girl, he took her out, and now when Rue was in that house, we saw that door padlocked, I think that door is padlocked, because they, he gave her, he gave, he finally gave her his girlfriend, that's what I think that is, and I, I think that the lady didn't tie her up when she done shot Rue up with them drugs, Rue, girl, listen, shot her up with them goddamn drugs, I think that's what she does, because she knows now she got her hooked on the needle, she's going to be back, so she probably, that's why she didn't tie her up, because she's going to be back, number one, number two, she knows where she lives, so, I think Rue might think that's over, but that ain't over, that lady still want her money, and she's still going to sell you in the trafficking, I don't even know why the fuck she did that, and I don't know how she's going to get out of that, um, yeah, but it was just, uh, and I, everything about that lady's house says she's a trafficker, them exotic birds, I bet you them birds cost a lot of money, that's how she makes her money, that's, because if you remember, when Rue first came over there, she was gonna give her 50,000, I was like, what, nothing, what about Rue says she, where's she even gonna sell that, Fez is the drug dealer, he sells to everybody, so who, what customers outside of that, y'all don't live in like New York City, like what customers outside of that you gonna find, 
I just, I was like, why would you give her $50,000? But if you think about that, that's not really what she was after. She was after getting Rue hooked so she could hoe her out. It makes sense. So, um, yeah. That's, mm, I don't know. I don't know if Rue gonna make it. I don't know if it's supposed to be a happy ending or whatever, a cautionary tale. I mean, you know, HBO will end however, so I, I, I should probably look into, I know Sam Levinson said it's based off of his life, but I don't know if it's based off of him, or maybe some somebody he knew, but I just, I don't know how this is going to end, but it don't seem like it's going to end well for Rue, at least not on the track she on now, cause good God, when you get hooked, when you get hooked on the drugs that young, I, you know, they usually don't make it, um, but bravo, that show was so amazing, I feel like there's one more thing I wanted to say, what else happened, um, Oh, we get to see next week what my girl Maddie about to do to Cassie. We about to see and Nate. Um, you know, cause <laughs> Ruth said, if I'm going down, everybody going down. I'm blowing this whole fucking shit up. <laughs> I never gasped so hard in my life. I never gasped so hard in my life. I did not think she was going to say that. Oh my God. Um, yeah, but excellent, excellent, excellent show. So, these two things are kind of related, but I want to talk about this one first, and yeah, I think I'm going to keep my promise that this one's not going to be too long, yo, y'all today, sidebar been a struggle, like, I don't know what's going on, like, I have, you know, I wear contacts, and my, my lint, my, um prescription is not that strong, but I went, I recently went to, you know, get my eye exam to get it re-up, and um I don't know, I put my lenses on today, and I just cannot see with them, I don't know if it's just a bad uh, daily or what, but like I've been moving them around all day, screaming at the screen, I cannot see nothing um I mean, you know, it's fuzzy and shit anyway, yeah, I don't think this is gonna be a long episode so um, Tandy Newton, I, I know her, her name is Tandy Way, but we've been calling her Tandy for so long, and that's how I feel like most people know her Tandy Newton, um, I didn't, full disclosure, I didn't watch all the clips, I didn't watch the full thing, but I got the gist of it, um, posted some ill-advised, unforced, and look, this is part of what, this is part of what I be saying when I say, these people in Hollywood, these black people are always complaining about, um, diversity, but, you know, in front of the camera, but they have all white teams and no diversity on the other side, and shit like this is a perfect example, because a lot of them are making unforced errors in this time of, like, everybody's problematic, and, you know, uh, so whatever the fuck this shit is we doing right now, all this super sensitive snowflake bullshit that we're doing right now, and you got, you have all white teams, and they're trying to advise you on racial shit, and how to respond, and what to do, and they're white, and they're telling you stupid shit to do, that any black person could tell you was a bad idea, but y'all don't have these people on your team, so they got y'all out here looking fucking foolish, okay, I don't give a fuck who you are, if you're a black person in Hollywood, I don't care what agent, manager, whoever calls you, and tells you this, in, at all, but let alone in Black History Month, to get on the mic and defend some white man for saying the word nigger, you tell them no, that's not, that, no, but I'm not doing that, anyway, Tandy, um, got on the video, and basically she was trying to, she's trying to, she was trying to address colorism, um, and she was, what I think she was doing, and I'm, I'm gonna elaborate it on a minute, 
what I think she was doing was apologizing for who she is, and you never have to do that, you never have to apologize, period, but you you never apologize for who you are, I think she thinks, I think her intent was to apologize for the part she plays in colorism, which I also think is bullshit, because all of us are in this white man's world, so we don't, we just doing the best we can, trying to, ain't nobody, you know, none of us are really the white man set this shit up, and we just getting by the best we can, and however we can, and trying to work and survive, so that's bullshit too, but I think that's what she, I think she was just trying to acknowledge that she understands what colorism is, and maybe her role in it, but what she did, what it came across as to me, and some people, you know, I, I'm gonna get into that in a second, but what it what it came across to me was her apologizing for being who she is, and I think that's bullshit, because colorism and racism, which of which colorism is a branch, or, 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 or a fruit off the tree of, are all things perpetrated by white people, and you will never catch me, and you should never catch anybody, I'm not gonna apologize for anything that the white man does, and we have a lot, be- again, because everybody's so fucking, I don't know what, but silly, and not really advised by the best people, um, are just, everybody's just using, losing their mind, and just, I don't know, last, past, past, since 2016, people just been really goofy and doing stupid shit, and I just don't understand, it's like everybody's lost their mind, okay? First of all, and so let me first say this, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, about it, but let me first say this, because I want to get something out the way here, because when that video went up, you know, it was all different kind of reactions, you had people saying I mean, listen <laughs> the way she did it <laughs> it was it, because it was so ill-advised and just so, I feel like it was triggered by something, I feel like something happened or somebody told her something, or she read something, something happened that triggered her to do this video, because it was just very unnecessary and ill-advised, right, but coming from a place, and, um, so, people were saying, it was, it was very, it was very in the, in the spirit of Shantae's Got a Man, we make fun of that song all the time, because Shantae basically gathered her best friends together, like she cared for them for some sister time, and basically told them that they miserable, and they need to go back home to their man to beat their ass, because she got a man, and she don't have that problem, because he's good to her, it was like, girl, what are you doing? It was very much that. And and some people took it that way, and like, oh, she's just saying, I'm sorry, you black bitches, and I'm sorry that I took your roles, and I taken your man... I mean, if that's what you want to get for, from it, fine, but I don't really think that's what it was, and, and that's what it gives, and I'll, and I'll tell why in a second. But I just want to say before all that, Tandy Newton, because a lot of y'all made it like, you know, she was interjecting herself in a conversation or, or like, trying to gain attention through this thing, and I don't, I don't really think that's what she was doing. I think she gained attention, because, like, I, what I said, it was just, why, but I don't think that's really what she was doing, because, I don't know if y'all know, but Tandy Newton has been an actress, a working actress for a very long time it, Tandy Newton, I believe predates Hallie, if she doesn't predate Hallie, it's around the same time, and she's been in big movies, Mission Impossible, um um, I remember the first thing I saw uh, uh, Interview with a Vampire um, the, the joint with Will Smith what was it, um she been in big movies, Tandy Newton been in big movies, so I mean, some of y'all might only know her from from Tyler Perry and Westworld or whatever else she in now, but that's 
Tandy Newton has been in Hollywood for a very, very, very long time. And so that's why I think that, you know, and, and, and so I said that to say that a lot of what she said on that video, she has said before, and it may not have been recent. People were acting like she was like, she, she, oh, nobody told her that she was too dark. I'm like, actually, they probably did. She said that before, and she might not be talking about now where a statement like that, I mean, a statement like that is ridiculous anyway, but now it might be extra ridiculous, but we have heard other people. We've heard Halle Berry. We've heard the, um, um, I'm drawing blanks now, but we've heard other so-called attractive, desirable, light-skinned women talk about the issues that they've had in Hollywood, and Tandy could have, some of that stuff she was talking about was from, could have been from, uh, from years ago, again, she's been in a movie since like the late 80s, so she, some of that stuff she was talking about may not have been recent, but she was just talking about what she, what she went through, I know she said, I saw an interview with her way back in the day, where she was saying when she first came over from England to here, it was hard for her to get cast in roles, because people were like, oh well, black, you're, you're not like black people, and she was like, what are you talking about, and she was, well, your accent, and you're too elegant, and black people don't like that, black people are ghetto, and they talk, and she was like, what, are you, what do you mean, and she said that years ago, so, she said that she's been told that she's too, in England, that she's too dark, and people act like that that was so ridiculous, and I'm like, but y'all just saw how she treated Meghan Markle, they act like she was a goddamn tar baby, asking is the baby gonna be dark and everything like that, look how dark she is, so why would you think that they wouldn't tell that to Tandy she's not white, over there them motherfuckers pasty and pale as fuck, so they might say why would you think they wouldn't say that to her, yes she's light skinned, but that doesn't mean they didn't say that to her, and I think they probably did, cause just how they treated Meghan Markle, like they act like she was fucking black as tar, oh my god is the baby gonna be brown, is a nigger baby she gonna be dark skinned, for Meghan Markle who some of y'all swear don't look white who some of y'all, I mean black, who some of y'all swear is passing, you know what the fuck that means, because passing, if your mama is standing next to you black, then you're not passing, but whatever we, we keep saying it, y'all just wanna be obtuse um, but that's all I wanna say, like I don't think what she was saying was so outlandish, what I think was outlandish was why she was saying it, because I, I feel like, again, do not apologize for colorism, that is something that is inflicted on you, or you are subjected to as a light-skinned person, the same way somebody is a dark-skinned person, and dark-skinned people like to argue you down, and out-holocaust you, and swear that they are the only ones who suffer from colorism, it doesn't make any sense, because by nature, it is something that is done to people of color, and if you think that they they don't slice that knife both ways, I don't know what to tell you, but you're wrong, um, what it really is, and some I never wanted to say this because look, I don't be caring, and the girls like to tussle, and I never wanted to say this, but first of all, but I have said this part before. What y'all be calling colorism is not co- colorism. Like I said, is a few a few a fruit of racism. In the U.S., we kind of call well, no, the one drop rule is a little different. But when racism was basically created about Europeans, because it was, it didn't, it's not a thing that existed naturally, it's a thing that they started with the trades, with the slave trade, they basically, um, when they bought all this, stole all the slaves from Africa and took them to South America, where they set up this caste system, 
they set up this caste system where, you know, the enslaved, the Africans, the first round, you know, they were all black people, because they came straight from Africa, they were the lowest of the class, and the, and the, Spa- the Portuguese and the Spanish, because that's who really started the shit, the British got into it later, the, Portu- the Portuguese and the Spanish invented this caste system, similar to what they have in India, where you're the closer you look to European, to the masters, to the grand master race, the superior Europeans, the closer you look to them, the higher up on the caste system you are, the higher up on the status you were, you, the you know, the, the the more rights you have, and it literally, and the U again, a, a slavery under England was different, slavery under, under Portugal and Spain and the French worked differently, that's why New Orleans and Louisiana, the history there is differently, because there were different levels, like if you were straight out owned slave you had no rights or you had these rights, if you were, this where the terms octoroon and quadroon comes from we don't use them anymore, so they come from if you were a mulatto, you had certain more rights, if you were quadroon you had certain more rights, till you got to a point where you, if you were like a, a octoroon which is like an eighth some black people owned other black people because they were allowed to, because their skin color, oh, well, you're, you're this complexion, so you can, you're not all the way black, that's what Creole is, that's what Creole is, Creole was a, is a third race or group of people that is accounting for, not white, but not black, not, not African, not that over there, light skin, straight hair, hair texture, that's, that was all created by Europeans in slavery, to justify what they were doing, okay, and that's what color is, and it's a structural, it's a system, it's a systematic structure that says, if you are light-skinned, you are more uh, superior or have higher caste than somebody who was darker, than somebody who has more African features, who's somebody who looks more like a slave, that's what colorism is, and we're gonna treat you better, structurally, like I just said, we're gonna give you certain rights, some Creoles, a lot of Creoles in in Louisiana and other places, they were free, they weren't slaves because, oh, you're quarter white, we can't enslave you because you're not all African they were free, they could work, they could do this, they could do that, slavery in, under, under um, Spain Portugal, Portuguese and the French still brutal, still slavery I'm not trying to, you know jazz hands for slavery, but it was different than the English system the English system was was what we in the US were under and their system is was very different, their system was one drop rule, if you got one drop of black, you a nigger we gonna treat you like a nigger, we don't give a fuck, you don't have no rights, all of that English was different and that's because that's how the English treated everybody that's how they treat the Scotch, that's how they treat the Irish, that's why everybody hates the English, but under France and, and, and um the Latino countries, it was different so, that's what colorism is what you hoes like to make colorism is about how somebody looks, if somebody's like, that's why y'all calling everybody white passing, even though they not white nor passing how somebody looks who gets male attention, you know, who gets the things that you want, it's really born out of jealousy, and somebody tweeted that, and I never wanted to say it, but it really does, she said it gets female incel, and it really does, because it's like, and me, as a light-skinned person growing up, I recognize colorism, we understand that, we, listen, we done seen these niggas that'll jump over a beautiful, you know, brown skin, dark skin, we say brown skin, we 
didn't say dark skin, brown skin girl, the Naomi's, the, I don't know, um, Shannon Thornton's, to get, cause they think light, you know, to get to somebody, no disrespect, to get to somebody look like Tisha Campbell, who to me is not that, you know, never been that great looking, but she's light skin, and we've seen that, like, but it, they, that's about male attention, that's like, oh, her hair, you only like her cause her hair is straight, and it, it turns into, as, as a light skin, tr- trust me, as a light skin girl, I've been on the other end of it, I don't care to get into it, because again, I don't, I don't engage in that, I think it's silly, I think it's a waste of fucking time, but a lot, a lot of, how do I say this? For instance, when Tandy, when Tandy, I can't say, I'm not used to saying Tandy, when Tandy was giving her, when Tandy was saying how she, she got told that she was too dark, if you had all these like, no you didn't, that didn't happen, I know they didn't tell, and it's like, you don't know shit, what are you talking about? you don't know what they told her, in your mind, you have made up, and somebody else said this too, they were like, y'all, a lot of y'all are giving female incel, because you make up in your mind that these light-skinned, pretty women that you envy, that you want to be like, because they get all the boys, and that's really what it's about for you, it's not really about colorism, it's about, oh well, the boys like them, and they get the dates and all of that, that's why she said make y'all sound like female incels, because y'all do, if if it's just because I'm brown-skinned, they don't like me because I'm brown, they don't like me because I'm natural hair, it's like, that's not necessarily it, and even if it is, that's not what colorism is, that's just niggas being also ignorant, right, but y'all, make up these things in your head about how their life is so much better, and how they don't have no issues, and how, oh, you're light-skinned and pretty, nobody's discriminating, and that doesn't make any sense, what are you talking about, And, and it's like, you make up this fantasy life that these people live, because you want to live that life, and you decide that, oh, well, that you're the only one to have problems, and you're the only one that gets made, and that's not fucking true, that's not fucking true, because we all been light-skinned and outside, and like I said, I'm from Philly, I had to fight every day, because y'all try it, and everybody acting like nobody don't know what nobody's talking about, but we know what we're talking about, because y'all tried it, y'all always want to try a light-skinned girl, you want to try the pretty girl, you come over here with that, you're going to get sent back with your nose on swole, I'm just letting you on both your eyes black, because my daddy ain't raised no punks, and we're not going to do that, but I'm just saying, okay, and I just feel like that's what a lot of the vitriol towards Tandy was, and a lot of it, and it at all, because she was, and it gets, and so my point is, when you define colorism like that, when you make people feel like you're the problem, cause you're like, this shit, where they be like, oh, you took the role from, she ain't take a role from nobody, they gave her the role, and Gabby said this great, Gabrielle Union, brown skin girl, she said this great, she was like, if they don't give you the role, that wasn't your role to have, that wasn't your role, that was her role, and some of y'all really, in y'all heart and minds, really believe that but for this, you being dark skin, you would've got this role, they only giving it to this girl, and, and that's, that's, that's bullshit, somebody on Twitter was saying about Alicia Keys, are y'all ready to admit that Alicia Keys doesn't have, um, you know, talent, she's just light-skinned, if you think Alicia Keys don't have talent, you are fucking nuts, what are you talking about, and when you always framing it that way, you get people like Tandy, who, you know, feel like they gotta apologize for themselves, cause you make her the problem, you make her the focus, because you're jealous, it's not about colorism, cause if it was about colorism, you'd be focused on the real issue, which is the white man, who got all of us fucking doing this shit, but you focusing on her, and when you do that, it makes 
people make videos like that because she feels like she has to apologize because this white man is being don't want to hire brown skinned people. She feels like she has to apologize for that because because uh, men are attracted to her and not you. And she feels you don't have to apologize for that, sis. That is not your fault. That is not your cross to bear. You in this world just like everybody else. You don't have nothing to do with these niggas wanting what they want at all. That is not your fault. You don't have to. You don't. You ain't take nobody's role. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. So I just really didn't like the video because of that. I just didn't think it needed to be made. I didn't think it was necessary. You don't have to apologize. If you want to talk about colorism in the industry, you can. And we have. But all that shit y'all do, y'all be trying to bully people. I see light-skinned girls overcompensate for that. I've seen that all my life. I have never done that. I'm not apologizing for shit. I'm not apologizing. I'm not taking everything I get. I earn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you don't think so, but and, and even if I don't, that's life. People get shit they don't, you know. Maybe you like somebody tall, they get it. I've never, I see people doing that, trying to same thing Tandy was doing because you don't want to be attacked or you don't want them to turn it on you. So, oh, you know, I see people. Oh, just too many light skinned girls in here. They need to have some dark skin. I'm like, girl, please. You just, I see what you're doing. Cut it out. Like all that overcompensating and always trying to like. I feel so guilty because I'm light-skinned shit, please cut that shit out, because you ain't had no more control of your complexion than anybody else, and if you don't, you know, and if you, somebody come and giving you a role, and they giving it to you, and you turn that shit down, then you turned it down, and they might just give it to another light-skinned girl, so I mean, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't, I don't see y'all's point in that, and I think I like when Gabby Union said that, she was like, you know, don't worry about losing out of role, and, and you know who else has said that a lot? Tashina Arnold, and, um, and, 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 um, fuck, what's Gina's real name? Tisha Campbell. They've said that all the time, too, because they've been to Hollywood a long time. They were like, yeah, me and her often would go for the same roles. And I wouldn't, you know, if she got it, that was her role. I ain't looking at it like she took it from me. That's, that's her role. That's the one they wanted. The one that's for me will come, but that was her role. And so, that's just how it is. And, and like I said, Tandy been acting for a long time. So, y'all acting like, you know, she's some little just light skin come lately that's trying to be dramatic that woman been working since uh what almost 40 something years so a lot of that stuff is, and she still gets picked for roles she's still cause she's Tandy Newton she still gets picked for roles so she's gonna get picked for the roles cause she's Tandy Newton and so you know I'm sure she feels like she gotta apologize for the system that was not set up by her and I just wish she wouldn't have done it and I just I just and I think Again, if somebody black would have been like, no, don't do that. It's, I know what you're trying to do, but it's not going to come across that way. This is what they're going to say. They're going to attack you no matter what you say. Then you apologize. Just let it go. Just don't even do it. Just don't even do it. That's all I wanted to say on that. Um, you know, and people probably going to be mad by that, but I'm sorry. Somebody else tweeted that, and I was so good. I was like, you know, I've been wanting to say that, and I'm not saying everybody. It's a lot. I'm not saying that. I know people know what colorism is, and I know they know how it works, but a lot of people, um, they're not. they just some jealous-ass bitches, and then when you want to call them on it, they want to start throwing these academic words on shit and acting like it ain't what it is. We see you, bitch. We see you. That's all I'm saying. It ain't everybody, so if it ain't you, let it fly, but y'all know who I'm talking about okay, it's always some bullshit, perfect example, 
Cardi, the Cardi defamation suit. Oh, that's a you, listen. A defamation lawsuit is about three things. If you go in there and you prove them three things, you win that lawsuit, and it don't matter what skin color ain't got nothing to do with it. They don't even weigh in and on it at all. It's a civil case. It's not, but it's shit like that. Is he saying shit like that? Like this bitch done did everything wrong. She done fucking lost a defamation case to a fucking celebrity because she's the dumbest one. And y'all trying to make it about some skin color because y'all projecting y'all shit onto a situation. And that's that's the kind of shit we're talking about. Like that shit. That's not about colorism. That's about you being low key uncomfortable with your with your complexion and insecure and feeling like everything is perfect for this person over there, because they light skin same way nigg cells, why they said y'all giving female incel same way these nigg cells swear, it's not their shitty personality, it's not their insecurity it's not their lack of uh, personality or any kind of game whatsoever it's cause this dude is, you know he wears t- he wears gold chains it's, they make it about, they make it about the, what the other person is doing and not about themselves same shit so, moving on um, so this is all, so the Joe Rogan thing has been making a lot of noise, um, you know, I, I will say, I've never listened to Joe Rogan, I'm not interested in Joe Rogan, somebody said anything that only men like can't be good, and I agree with that 100%, here's what I want to say though, like, you know, I, I don't even know, I really, I really don't like to get deep into this, because to me, you're wasting my time, and you're playing in my face, you're wasting black people's time, and you're playing in in our faces, because in 2022, you really want to make a debate out of why you can't say nigga white people, you really want to make a debate out of why you can't, and and white people that listen to this, I know, we all know, that every white person on the face of this earth knows why they can't say the n-word, and most people don't, are fine with that, and don't say it, and would never say it, we know this, I know this, not talking to y'all, okay, we talking to these motherfuckers who want to act like that, you know, being able to, whether or not they should be able to say the N-word as a white person is the existential question of our time. These people think they are so bright, and they are so deep, and they are so edgy, because in 2022, they think that they should be able to say the N-word, and this is a question, you should be able to call, say nigger as a white person, and this is a question that should be debated and determines who's, um, you know, enlightening who's not, I mean, this is how dumb these motherfuckers are, okay, this is where we at in 2022, like, nigger, seriously you as a white person are arguing whether or not you should be able to say nigger you can't say nigger, and here's the thing, which side are you playing in our face because, you want, you, the reason why you want to say nigger, and people are like, oh they just don't want to respect boundaries, I don't even think it's that, I don't think it's that they want to, don't want to respect boundaries it's because nigger is a word, a racist that was invented by racist with the intent to dehumanize and let black people know that they were less than, they were enslaved they had no rights, they're not human beings, and that's what it was meant to do it was it was supposed to degrade us and, 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 and keep us in our place and make us forever fearful and ever shame and never step out of the, gym, of the you know, Jim Crow shit and, and black code shit they had going, that's what it was supposed to do but it ain't work, because black people, African Americans I'm speaking to specifically we are God's favorite, we are resilient in a motherfucker, you're never gonna get us out of here, you've been trying forever, you're never gonna get us out of here because you pulled us over, when you went and got us and snatched us from where we was minding our business and pulled us over here to do your work, you fucked up 
okay, and it didn't work, because we took that shit back, and we gave it a context for us, and we use it in a way that we use it, and nobody else can use it that way, and it took the sting away, and this is why black people who insist that we shouldn't use it, and this hateful word get on my fucking nerves, because you're being stupid, because the whole point of taking it back is to take the sting out of it, is to take the power away from it, you think you putting me in my place, you think you scaring me, you not scaring me, fuck you nigga, yeah, you white, fuck you nigga, that's the whole purpose of it, is to take it back from you, take your, you're not gonna rule over me with this fucking word, I know you think you are, I know you made just to keep me in my place, but it's not gonna do it, I don't give a fuck, fuck you, you not, I'm gonna teach you, I'm gonna take it, and we're gonna use it in our context, and we only can use it in that context, because it's the one that we took back, nobody was calling you a nigger, if somebody called you a nigger, and you took it back, then you can use it in your context, but that's not what it is, it's for us, so there's no context that a white person can use, he's talking about use it in context, y'all got it fucked up, you can't use it in no context, and that's why you're mad, you're mad because you want to use it now, because it doesn't work, so since you can't use it in a racist way that you want to use it, since you can't use it that way no more, then you don't want us to, oh, well, if I can't, if I can't say what, what your argument basically is, well, since you're saying nigger, and it doesn't, it's not, it's not degrading you, and it's not making, it's not doing what it was supposed to do, then I should be able to say it too, because I should be able to say in the content, no, 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 you trapped in your own, this is why they say, this is why they say racism traps both people, you trapped in your own shit, you started this, you trapped, you can't use it, because you don't have, you don't have the experience that we had, nobody lynched y'all calling y'all niggers, nobody killed y'all calling you, it's not, you can't, there's no context, you can, that belongs to us, we can take it back, we know different ways to use it, sometimes we use it in the same context you use it, when we're talking about certain kinds of black people, sometimes we not, it's different, it's, we use it in our way, we did that, that's our shit, you didn't do that, you're just trying to copy what you hear, cause like I just said, oh well if I can't use it, to, if I can't use it to degrade you, then, then I want to be able to say it too, and that's the same way these people talking about, oh well if, if, if we can't say it, then nobody can say it, now get the fuck out of here, you can't say it, period, you don't get to tell me that I can't say it, cause it's my fucking word, we change, we use it the way we use it, and that's for us to do, you don't tell, you don't sit down next to a group of women, or next to a group of friends, calling each other bitch, you don't sit down and be like, ha ha bitch, you get slapped in the fucking face, because you, that, you don't do that, you're, that's not, you're not a part of this group, you're not in this context, you don't have the license to call us bitch, we're friends, we have the license, it's the same thing, you're not gonna tell us we can't say it, we can say what the fuck we wanna say, cause like what I just said, we took that shit back, you're not gonna, you're trying to humiliate and dehumanize, and we took the power away from it, and now you're mad, now you mad, so you want to be able to say it, no, and y'all think we stupid, you think we don't know that, there's no debate, there's no context where you can say the n-word, you can say it's just not, we're not gonna let you do it, and I don't give a fuck how many fucking coons you pull out, cause these black men, they wanna be white men so fucking bad, they wanna be white men so fucking bad, that they will come on a podcast with a man who calls black people apes, and monkeys, and niggers, and then say, oh he's not racist, cause these black men, they wanna be white men, they want to be white men so fucking bad that they want to stand in a room and, and, and shoulder to shoulder and be accepted by white men so fucking bad that that's the kind of shit that you never hear black women saying that type of shit. 
you never, never. You I'm not. You calling people apes, and you calling people. You saying nigga, and you talking about that, and they they just like they think we're stupid. It's this one word, and it's the only taboo word. It's not the only taboo word. It's not. Y'all just don't try other people like that. Y'all don't call Jewish people kikes, cause you know what that word mean, but when it's black people you wanna act all stupid, like you don't fucking know why you can't say it, like it's some random word, it's not a random word motherfuckers were lynched, burned hung, stabbed enslaved, babies killed mothers killed, whole town set on fire, people put in chains and thrown in the bottom of a ship and brought across the sea for three, six months to fucking work for free in your fucking country and get beat to death and get chased by hounds and had to fucking fight tooth and nail just to get the right to vote, that's what's on that's, that's what nigger is it ain't no just some word get the fuck out of here, y'all didn't go through that shit do we go up to white people and call, do we go sit up and hey, WAP? No! Cause what, I, I don't have a license to call Italian, I don't care if fucking every Italian person in the world calls each other WAP, that, that's their word. They can use that shit. I can't use that shit, cause it's an insult coming from my mouth. And black people don't seem to have a problem with that. Everybody else think they can just say sir, black people, you never, unless it's in retaliation, you don't hear us calling Latino spicks, or wetbacks, or border jumpers, or beaners, or, or illegals, or none of that shit, you don't hear black people calling people that un- unaccosted, cause why, cause we don't, why? You don't hear us calling Asians chinks, and, and, and whatever, I don't know, whatever, ching chong, whatever, Chinaman, whatever fuck, slants, zipper heads, whatever the fuck slur they got, you don't hear black people saying it, we only say that when y'all come over here with that nigga shit, then we let it fly we don't do that because why but y'all wanna come with us and call us all kind of names and then act like you don't know why you know why you can't say nigga okay, and all this both side shit that people, listen I'm not gonna, keep it up keep it up, you gonna, you gonna try it and you gonna push it, and you gonna say that shit around the wrong group of niggas, and you gonna get your head busted open, and it's gonna be good for you, because we've been doing this fucking peaceful, to, all I know is, when, you know back when, 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 um shit was segregated and, and we was fighting for our rights you say nigga, you got punched in the face even back in the 80s and 90s when I was growing up, you say nigga, you got punched it was on site it wasn't no context, and guess what, nobody said nigga, cause they knew that, now, you got all these motherfuckers who swear they fucking head of the fucking class, and so fucking deep, that they debating nigga, like, are you fucking, I know the ancestors is looking down on some of y'all motherfuckers, like, is this what I died for? You ain't my wildest dream, you my wildest fucking nightmare, I wouldn't even have did all that if I knew this was gonna be what it was, I know it, I know Harriet Tubman looks down like I know goddamn well I didn't risk life and limb over and over again to bring y'all motherfuckers north for y'all and this is what y'all did this is what y'all were, y'all in, y'all up here telling white people they can say nigger, I know I, I should, I should have left all y'all where the fuck y'all was at and just worried about myself I know it, they have to because it's disgrace, y'all are embarrassing y'all are fucking embarrassing and for what? some money? some clout? these white people don't give a fuck about you, they only trot you out for you to fucking carry their water, and they sitting behind you laughing, they like, look at this dumb nigga here, and y'all just be so glad to do it, I don't get it, it's embarrassing, y'all are fucking a disgrace, ew, that's all I wanna say, 
you know why you can't, I'm not, that's why I don't, I'm not, I don't let Joe Rogan's and all the shit that's going on right now upset me, cause these people know what they're doing, and like I said, keep it up, keep it up, you gonna come around the wrong person with that shit, and you gonna get your fucking head knocked off, so keep playing, keep trying it, keep letting these Hollywood motherfuckers convince you, okay, they gonna have, they gonna get you fucked up, you gonna be in the hurt locker, that's all, that's all I gotta say, that's the end of this episode, I don't have no more, I don't have no more topics to go, but I just had to, listen, we gotta, we gotta, uh, salvage what's left of black history that we can, we, you know, we, we can't go out like this, y'all, like, this is a disgrace, um, yeah, but, you know, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, um, like me, rate me, tell a friend, my listeners are going up, um, you can find me at KMGZ on Twitter, uh, I, I got an email, but I'm not, I'm a real with y'all, I don't check it, just, Instagram is at Genghis Kells, if you go to my Twitter, at KMGZ, my Instagram link is in there, if you want to follow me there, I don't really, I'm telling y'all right now, I just be wanting y'all to follow me for clout, cause I don't be fucking doing nothing with posting, like, selfies and shit on there, I'll be, I'll, I'll be doing nothing on that shit, but anyway, appreciate y'all, um, yeah, and see y'all next week, God bless, Good night.